0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Dance Science Podcast. I'm your host, the Dance Scientist, and the Dance Science Podcast intends to build connections and drive discussion on how we can improve our field and make dance science more normalized. Thank you for being here and please enjoy this episode. everyone. Thank you again so much for being here with me today. I'm your host, The Dance Scientist, and today's episode is going to be all about journaling for dancers, okay? I really, really think, in my personal opinion, that journaling tends to be undervalued, okay? We undervalue how much journaling can help dancers. Okay. And it's not just like one thing that we can be doing with journaling for dancers. It really should be viewed as this springboard or this like launch pad on how we can really take this further than we may even realize because journaling at the end of the day has so many benefits. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Okay, if you're new to this podcast or maybe you've listened to some of my other episodes, you kind of know how I like to start my discussions is just kind of to slowly start peeling back the layers of the onion. But before we start peeling the layers, we sort of have to give some context here and we just have to start talking generally about what journaling is. So one of the things that journaling can be used for is it can be used from the first day of class to set up this cyclical process or this systematic process for dancers to use them for things like reflection writing and also responding to prompts again we're going to be getting into specifics here but we're just starting with some of these general things another thing is you know what is the purpose okay at the end of the day journals are there to lift and empower our dancers okay because journals can be used to help dancers improve their technique and improve their performance but remember some of the things that i'm trying to talk about here is that it actually goes past just helping their dance technique, it also goes into things like their psychological health, okay? Things like anxiety and stress. Again, we're gonna be getting into the specifics here, okay? But just keep in mind that when they're journaling, it's a mindful practice, okay? So when they're writing in their journals, it's something that is non-judgmental and they feel free to write in the journals because they feel like their writing is accepted and they feel like their feelings are accepted and being valued. Now, in addition to some of these benefits, journaling can also be used for dancers to review their experiences from class. So they can kind of go through their class and they can say, okay, you know, what were my mistakes today? You know, what could I really work on? Or what were some of my strengths today? You know, what was I really good at today and how do I want to celebrate that for the next class? Again, this is helping to improve things like self-image, self-confidence, and even their overall attitude towards dance. All right, so getting into some of the more specific benefits that journaling has and does for dancers, Okay, As we sort of touched on in the beginning, when they're writing in a journal it can actually help reduce their anxiety and their stress okay because what they're doing is they're starting to release some of those negative thought patterns that dancers commonly hold for themselves right so you know one of the research that i'm actually referring to in this podcast episode also says that you know for dancers, it's common for them to have a negative rehearsal or like a negative performance, right? It's common for them to have those negative experiences. But what happens is sometimes they kind of hold that negativity inside, right? And so again, by expressing it openly in something like a journal is actually helping them to release some of those negative feelings that they have about themselves. Now, as they release these negative thought patterns, you know, slowly, right? It's not necessarily going to happen overnight, right? This is a methodical process that dancers can use throughout the year. Again, as they're releasing these negative thought patterns, what happens is they actually become better able to cope with their own negative feelings and their own positive feelings, right? Whatever feelings come up, they're actually going to be better able to cope with them in a healthy and a positive way, right? Because what they're doing is they're starting to let go of those negative thought patterns, those doubtful thoughts, and also a lot of the self-criticism that dancers are really notorious for having. Now one of the things people may not realize about journaling is that it's not just benefiting dancers, it's also benefiting dance educators. So one of the ways that this can be used is educators using journals as more of an assessment tool, okay? So what they can do is they can ask the dancers certain questions about the class and their experience in the class, and then the teachers can go back and we can read the journals and read the responses. So then we kind of have this reflection going into, you know, how can we constantly be improving our class and how can we constantly be improving our pedagogy, right? Right what worked for that student and what didn't work for that student. And let's just be honest about why it didn't work, because at the end of the day, we're not perfect. But what we should keep doing is we should keep trying to explore what worked, what didn't, and why and how we can fix it. Now, another way journals can be used is dancers can use the journals as sort of like an ongoing checklist for things, okay? So if the dancers need help remembering certain things, you know, like, you know, the certain colored tights that you want them to bring to their performance or bring to their class, certain shoes or certain accessories that they need to bring to their competitions or their performances. So again, another easy way that journals can be used that people might not even realize. Now, another thing that the research has really stressed about journaling is that dancers overall, you know, I'm generalizing here, so keep that in mind, okay? I'm not necessarily saying 100% dancers do this, but what I'm saying is most of the time, dancers are pretty good at being silent with their emotions, okay? So I touched on this before, they're good at harboring those things inside. And so, again, the journaling is giving them that chance to self-express themselves in a way that's healthy and in a way that's positive, okay? At the same time, though, the reason why I'm doing this episode is because there's, again, there are so many other benefits happening that we may not even realize from the exterior point of view, Okay, now getting into more specific teaching tips. Okay, so getting more specific as we're having today's conversation. And again, now we're gonna get into actual ways that I use journaling with my dancers. One of the simplest things that I do is I have my older dancers write down three to five important corrections after every single class as homework. So what i do is since i mostly teach ballet usually i will combine their point class with me and also their regular ballet class with me and what i'll do is between those two classes they have to write down three to five corrections after each week so what i really am trying to get out of my dancers by doing this is i call it kind of like their cycle of corrections right so i want them to pick three to five highlights from the class okay these could have been group corrections this could have been just something that they were working on individually just anything that stood out from the class and then the next week when they come in for the same class what i want them to do is read the notes from the previous class okay right before they come into class So again this is a good exercise for the brain so that their brain is fresh on thinking about what their most previous corrections were again i think this is a good way for them to work on really like owning their corrections and owning their decisions that they make okay autonomy and control that they have over building and improving their technique okay so again i think this goes a long way in kind of preparing their brains with okay what did we talk about last week okay so that we're not repeating the same corrections over and over again now another method that i use with my dancers is called garbage talk okay now i please keep in mind that I did not make up this technique. I did learn it from a dance psychologist, okay? So what this is, is you can have your dancers, this is how I do it, okay? I have my dancers write down like one negative thought that they have about themselves. And then what they do is we crinkle up the paper and we throw it away in the trash can, okay? So they are physicalizing, actually throwing the paper away, And what we're trying to do is we're trying to represent also getting rid of that negative thought pattern. Again, I think this is a wonderful, wonderful way for us to start incorporating mental health into our dance classrooms. Now, Some other benefits that, again, I don't feel like people really necessarily know about journaling is that they can also be used for competition dancers, okay? So dancers can take the journals to their competitions, and what they can do is they can write down notes from their choreography, and they can write down corrections that they've been given, or, you know, they can write down anything that helps them remember things about each of their competition dances, okay? Again, this is great as a mental rehearsal for the brain, even before the body is actually going to physically perform the dance. Now, something else that I do with my dancers is we have five minutes of journaling each class that I see them where I have them answer one prompt, okay? I have a list that I've collected over the years of journal prompts, and I have them organized into general, specific and extra prompts. And if you're interested in reading these exact prompts, they're in my journaling 101 printable ebook that I will discuss later in this episode. So again, this can be an easy way to implement journaling by also giving them prompts to answer. Again, this is really, really good for our dancers to build those reflective and critical thinking skills. Now getting into the actual like physiology and psychology behind journaling, okay? One of the things that the research states is that dancers as a whole, when they're learning movement, okay, most dancers begin to understand and process the movement in more of an intellectual way before they actually physicalize it. Okay. So again, this is why journaling is so important because what it's doing is it's also helping them physicalize their corrections faster because what happens is when they're writing down things in their journals, such as, such as corrections, they're kind of speeding up their own progress without even realizing it. Okay, getting into a few more specific teaching tips here, another thing we can do is start class with five minutes of writing down positive, affirming thoughts about themselves, okay? They can write these about themselves, they can write positive thoughts about their class, they can write positive thoughts about their performance. There's really so many amazing things that we can be doing with our dancers, Another thing we can do is get our dancers to think of a short term goal that they have. Okay, so maybe something specific with improving their dance technique. Right. And then they can write it down. And again, this is something that Eric Franklin really recommends is helping the dancers to visualize and imagine their correction so that they're improving their technique at a faster rate. Again, what they can do is they can read over the notes and they can be constantly thinking about what their goal is and how they're going to achieve it. Now, we talked about dancers can do this for short-term goals. They can also do this for long-term goals, right? You can ask them, you know, what do we want to accomplish in a year? What do we want to accomplish in two, three, or five years? And why and how? Another thing we can do is just use journals to help dancers develop a grateful attitude. So maybe you can ask them, okay, maybe today's prompt is going to be, why don't we write down something that we're thankful for today? Maybe we write down something that we're thankful for dance related, or maybe it can just be something, I don't know, related to their school or their family. Just getting into the habit of recognizing what they're grateful for and why. Now, again, if you're interested in reading these specific prompts that I use with my dancers, again, this is a list that's organized into certain categories. This is found in my printable ebook called Journaling 101. This is for sale for 3.99 and it is built of over 25 evidence-based teaching tips. It also includes a full pages of references at the end. Now, keep in mind, my prompts are actually at the end of this ebook. The rest of the ebook is made up of teaching tips in regards to journaling. So, basically, from today's conversation, my ebook would be a more extended version of that, right? A little bit more of an in depth version. And especially if you're interested in reading the references that I was referring to in today's episode. So to summarize today's episode, I really wanted to articulate that journaling should not be thought of as in a small little box. We really need to expand how we're thinking about journaling because it really should be considered like a launch pad for so many amazing ways that we can help improve dancers' technique and performance. But remember, it actually goes past that. there are actually more benefits that also improve their psychological health, right things like their anxiety and their stress. And again dancers are notorious for holding their negative thoughts inside. So journaling can really really go so far with our dancers. Keep in mind that it can also benefit us as educators because we can use the journals to assess how the dancers experiencing our class. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Dance Science Podcast. I'm your host, the Dance Scientist, and if you really enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to either leave a review, you can also comment right on the episode, or you can also send me a direct message on Instagram. Again, thank you for being here, and I really look forward to my next episode.